guys, it's Eva and I'm here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button or whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds to rate, comment, all greatly appreciate it. So yes, we are discussing In From The Code, which is a new show on Netflix. Gonna get my little announcements out. Um, before we get started, I find that I like to give the announcements at the beginning versus the end. So I have like been watching so much stuff. (laughs) And so you guys are going to get a few episodes from me just because they all kind of dropped along around the same time. So, um, there may be some episodes dropping not on a Wednesday. So look out for that. Additionally, for some reason, I'm also watching a ton of shows on streaming services that are being dropped week by week, specifically on um, Apple TV. And I think the other one is on, actually, I can't remember, but there's like two shows or no, I think they're both Apple TV shows. So may potentially talk about those, but um, you guys know how I feel about discussing things that are dropped on streaming only week to week. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Also, the other thing, in case anyone is wondering about Euphoria, I am watching Euphoria. I am still trying to to decide if I'm going to talk about Euphoria because um, Euphoria, at least for me, is very triggering. (laughs) And the first season, I watched late, so I got to binge it all. And I felt like that was easier for me to watch than to watch it week to week. And I'm really, really struggling. So it's still TBD on if I will discuss Euphoria. But just putting it out there that I am watching it in case you are wondering. So (laughs) I think those are all of the um, things that I want to get out of the way. If you want to know what I'm watching this week to week on Apple TV, I am watching um, After Party and I'm watching Suspicion, which... Both, I feel like, should have just, they should have just dropped the whole seasons, especially Suspicion, because it's that one. I'm literally, I watched the first three episodes and I'm holding off until the rest of the episodes drop to watch the rest of it. Um, Because I feel like it's going to frustrate me. (laughs) And then after party, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about it. Um, But I am enjoying it. And then um, at least coming up after this, we have Inventing Anna, which is going to be an interesting discussion, I think. And then also um, The Girl Before, which is based on a book that I actually read. So FYI for the people who get upset when I talk about shows based on books that I've read, because that is one and it's coming up. So yeah, let's get into this. If you are listening for the first time, it is just me. We are going to go all over the place. I'm going to repeat myself. I'm going to spoil everything. You know, if this, that's not your type of show, feel free to stop. But otherwise, um, buckle in. I don't think this is going to be that long of a ride, uh, but we're going to go through this. And we may go through this pretty quickly. So, and from the cold, like I said, it dropped. This is a Netflix um, show. It actually dropped at the end of January. So January 28th, they dropped all eight episodes on because it's Netflix. They dropped all eight episodes on Netflix. I did not watch this until I want to say a week ago. And I actually didn't watch this in one sitting. I spread it out a little bit because I am, I still watch like other things. 
<laughs> and this was one of the ones where I was like, it's interesting, but I don't, I don't feel like I need to sit and just watch it all in one sitting. So I spread it out over, I want to say three days, potentially, because I ended up starting it late. Um, the first day that I started watching it. And then I kind of was watching it um, as I finished other things that I felt like were more of a priority, <laughs> at least from compared to everything I'm watching. I kind of prioritized those shows over this one. So it took about three days for me to get through it, even though it was eight episodes. You guys know I love me a short season of TV. Also, like, shout out to Netflix. I feel like they've really been, at least the shows that I've been watching recently, have really been shaved down to about eight to ten episodes. I don't think there's been too many that have been over ten episodes, but don't quote me. I just feel like they've just been really succinct, or maybe it's just across the board, all the streaming services, and I'm thinking it's Netflix, and I'm just mixing them all up. But for me, personally, if this is your first time listening, I prefer a shorter season over a longer season because then we can avoid a bunch of like filler stuff. It just does not make sense or add to the story and it just helps move the story along. Um, but also, I'm not sure if it's because I drag, I, I personally dragged this over like three days. If it, some of the episodes did feel a little bit longer than the other ones, even though for the most part, I'm pretty sure the runtime was the same across or around the average was around the same across all eight episodes. So why did I watch this? Why are we talking about this? Because this fits in the shows that I like to watch and talk about. We have some suspense going on, some thriller feels. We have some, um, what's the word? I was going to say detective spy work, but it's kind of like that, like not really espionage, but like someone undercover like these this reminds me of the books that I love to read and you guys know I love me a good thriller mystery book so I, that I can try to solve but this is also giving me heavy like lifetime vibes a little bit so <laughs> but then also as the show progressed it was like oh wait a minute is this like sci-fi it was just so many little things that were happening while this was going on that I was like okay wait a minute what did I sign up for what am I watching and I literally wrote that. You guys know anything that I binge, I I write notes. So I have notes for like every episode. And I literally, I literally, literally wrote on the first episode, WCF is going on. Is this also sci-fi? <laughs> and then I also wrote, I feel like this is a mix of thriller and teen drama, which teen drama is like another um, one of the genres that I talk a lot about on this show. And so I feel like with the daughter, um, which I have to see, I did not write anyone's names down, Becca, I feel like her whole storyline was giving me heavy teen, like angsty, like just needs one good <laughs> pop in the throat or something because they're just unhinged type of feels. Yeah, that's what that was giving me. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of like a mixture of like those three, thriller, teen drama, sci-fi. And so essentially we're following this mom who we come to find out, um, Jenny, which they say it in the premise because like <laughs> before you watch anything, you're like, what is this going to be about? You watch the trailer, you read the synopsis and it does say that she essentially was a um, Russian spy or yeah, a Russian spy and then She's essentially been out of commission. She's now a mom. She's with her daughter on this trip for skating. 
and they are in London. I actually don't know where they are. Or no, they're in Spain. I don't know why I thought they were in London. They're in Spain, Barcelona. I want to say Barcelona. Clearly did not write this down. <laughs> or no, they're in Madrid. I'm pretty sure they're in Madrid. Because wherever they are, like I've been there and I would not think that anything like this would be going on. So it's either Barcelona or Madrid, but I want to say it's Madrid. But I could be, make, I could be making that up. Again, I'm going to like, if you're coming here for like a recap, recap, like, sorry, but it's not, that's not what this is going to be. This is essentially just my thoughts on the show. So anyway, so um, they are there and she essentially gets lured out of like hiding or undercover by the CIA agent named Chauncey. And so we kind of meet him and we meet this other character, Chris, which Chris was a good character to have as kind of for the like comedic relief. I, I wrote that down somewhere in my notes, but I feel like he helped in those moments where I was like a little struggling or <laughs> where I was like, they were trying to create a moment that wasn't really working. And then the time, the comedic time in like work to kind of like be like, oh, it's a little bit cringy, but like still it kind of like distracts you a little bit. So I appreciated him as a character in this. Becca was a very, very annoying character. Um, and I don't want to say like all like child characters are annoying, but like she was on probably the higher end of annoying because she's on this trip. Clearly she is dealing with her issues related to her, um, or dealing with issues with her mom. And it's a multitude of things, but the top one seems to be that apparently she cheated on, and we don't find this out until like late in the season. We know that, um, her, that Jenny and Becca's father are separated, but we don't really know like who's to blame or why. And it's revealed later in the season that Jenny's the one who actually cheated on him, even though in the flashbacks that we do see see of him, like she seems, she looks happy. So like you wouldn't go into it thinking that um, she wasn't happy or like she would be the one who would want to cheat. But as the season go on, like we continue to peel back the many, many complicated layers <laughs> of Jenny um, as we go through this. And so we like, and I also wrote because not only was Becca irritating, like frustrating, I don't want to say irritating, she was a frustrating character to watch on screen. I also thought her storyline was weird and I'm not quite sure like what they were trying to get at with her storyline. Were they trying to say like, she essentially could become her mom. She is worse than her mom more evil than her mom like I'm not sure what they were trying to get at because they had her doing these weird things throughout the entire um season like she had this one friend friend it seemed like who she spent a lot of time with and then she just started doing weird stuff to other people on her team it wasn't really clear why her team didn't like her now I feel like they made a uh comment um her friend made a comment about like I guess someone was supposed to come 
on the trip, but then they last minute couldn't come and then Becca ended up replacing them. But they didn't really say like if Becca did something to her or like there was just no clarity on that. And so I don't know, it was really weird because they never really explained why um, the rest of the team didn't like Becca and only this one girl kind of seemed to be her friend, but then she started doing all this weird stuff to her teammates. Like she picked up a dead, which kind of I think was speak to like her mental state when that bird crashed into the um, the window and she literally skinned it or defeathered it, made her friend earrings and then put the bones in her teammates food. <laughs> I was like, what? what was the point of this? I am so confused, like what is going on with her? And then the whole thing when she meets um, the guy who was obviously uh, someone who was after her mother because that was completely clear. Like all of his behavior, how he was acting the entire time. It was just like super suspicious. And sitting there watching it, I was just like, this is why I'm not on these shows because first of all, if some rando dude walked up to me, I am a teenager. My mom is already acting weird. I'm by myself. And he's just like, oh, I'm just gonna invite him back to my hotel room. Like, no, I'm just gonna like let him take me places. No, not let anyone know where I'm going and I'm a minor. No, like, I don't know, maybe it's, it's because I'm an adult. But even if I was a teenager, I feel like I would still not do these things because <laughs> it just does not make sense to me. So I thought that was um, weird. And yes. And so we can table Becca for a little bit. Let's talk about Jenny. Like Jenny and Chauncey, duh chemistry the entire time we kind of knew like what going into this how things were set up by the end of it there would be some type of like com, com I don't want to say com, what's the word like confirmation of the relationship like they would act on their feelings because there was just so much tension throughout the entire thing his whole like introduction was weird even trying to understand like what his motive was in getting Jenny um, involved in everything that was happening was like slow to reveal and then when it was revealed it was kind of like okay but like also what because <laughs> I it just felt like for someone who essentially had been benched by his department he just had so much access to all of this like tech and money even though he's like I'm using my own money but like where did this money come from? And he's like, oh, I think he said, made, uh, made a note to say like he was born, not born to money, but like he had money or something like that. But it still was like, this is a bit extreme. So like the reasoning behind why he's doing this, yeah, it makes sense because it was his, um like the person who he was in love with. So like love will drive you to do crazy things. I guess I'm kind of proving the point why and how I'm, I'm explaining it out. But in watching it, I'm just like, this just seems like too much to be to do to catch someone like I mean I guess and then even the whole like what was going on the whole mystery of like why these people were showing up and doing these extreme things was like a weird type of a story and then come to find out like everything is connected to Jenny and ties back to um, 
her time as or like her time when she was younger and she was like out here assassinating people and then um we kind of find out what was that lady's name I wrote it down because she was one where I felt like I was going to forget her name okay I didn't write her name down um but she was essentially her handler and then come to find out at the end that it's actually her mother, which I have to say, I did not see that coming at all. Like the whole hammer thing or whatever, and like her being the one behind everything that was happening, that was pretty obvious to me. But then them being like, oh, but wait, it's her mom. Didn't really, I don't know. When that was revealed, I was like, okay, but like, I feel like this is a stretch. Yes, yes, you can say like all the flashback things, like it just felt like, in the flashback, not episodes, but the flashback scenes, it felt like her mom wanted her to die, <laughs> which is like an extreme thing if that's your mom. And so that's why it was like, oh, that's her mom. That's unfortunate. And that's also very horrifying. But then to also when you get to that end scene when they're on the roof, and I mean, I guess it kind of explains like some of that struggle or hesitation that you see in Jenny before um, she kills her or kills her mom. But like that whole thing with the helicopter coming and um, when they're on, I think her mom's name was Svetlana. Yeah, that seems right. The whole thing when they were on the... Um, the roof and the helicopter was coming and they were like, you can hear the other intercom. That didn't really make sense to me or like why we needed to hear that because to me initially, because there was someone from the US, like a um, politician there. And so like what they were saying, I was like, oh, is this for the politician? But then I was like, then when they left after she Svetlana was killed, then it was like, oh, oh, she's down. They're down, they're down. They turned around. I was just like, Okay, I don't know what's going on there. But even when it's revealed in the end that um, Jenny is playing some type of long game, which makes sense to me, especially seeing that flashback and seeing like as soon as I, as soon as they made the reveal in the final episode where we see, where it's revealed that Svetlana is Jenny's mom. And she's like, and her family's celebrating because she got into, um, the university, I want to say NYU or something. It was somewhere in New York, but she got into the university. But right before that, um, Svetlana was like, oh, it's time for your next assignment. Also, the fact that she wanted her daughter to take the serum, didn't know if it was going to kill her. And then when she only took a little bit, was able to escape. And they're in the ambulance. And she's like, oh, you gotta, I gotta literally shove this into her chest to give her like all of it. I was just like, I'm sorry, I have no kids, but <laughs> I just feel like for that to be your mom is a bit extreme. But anyway, um, yeah. So before when after that whole ambulance scene, and she's like, "Yo, you, it's time. You got it. You're gonna get your next assignment." And then they go to the house, and that's when it's revealed that Spilana is her mom, and she gets her um, college acceptance letter. And I was like, oh, okay, then 
it all clicks like that must be her next assignment. But then when you see when we see her in the very end, I know we're jumping all over the place. I told you guys we're just gonna discuss this or not. We're not gonna recap it. So um, when we get all the way to the end, when she goes out into I don't know if that was the garage or a shed or something, and she breaks the ground and pulls out that lockbox with the um radio and radios into someone and I didn't write down exactly why she um or what she said but like essentially like this girl has been out undercover this entire time so like is she really her mom in the long run was her mom in on like clearly her mom had to be in on this so then like I don't know I have so many questions because it's like why now, like, <laughs> it's so hard to talk about it because I just feel like I have so many different types of questions. So I wrote this down, um, like, after, right after the show ended. And I was like, okay, I literally wrote it down just like this. <laughs> okay, I feel like I know what's going on. She's still a Russian spy and has been playing the long game, meaning... Tying back to when her mom said she knows her more than her or something like that in an earlier episode. And then the rapid flashback in episode eight, she also said in the final flashback that she had to prepare for her next mission. And then that's when we find out Svetlana is her mom and she got to NYU. Okay, I did write this. I did write the school down. And the look looked like she knew this was her next mission. And so these are my questions. Was this all part of the plan the entire time? Like, was her her goal to, like, get in with, like, someone, like, a U.S. Um, entity? What would we call it? Like, a U.S. agency? So, like, CIA, FBI, um, what are the other, the other ones? I don't know. I can't remember. But, like, any one of those <laughs> um, organizations, like, was that the goal? Or, like... Like, I don't, under I don't understand what the mission is. And did her mom know this whole time that, like, at some point she's going to die? Because even at the skating rink, like, she didn't really kill um, Jenny. Like, she essentially left her there to die. But, like, did she know she wasn't going to die? I was going to die. I don't know. I just have so many questions. <laughs> and, like, why it's just not all clicking. And it's just a um, um, point... I feel like maybe one point or one like scene, I don't want to say one, but at least like one scene <laughs> that can help like connect some of the dots because right now all the dots are just all over the page and none of them are connected. Like none of this makes sense when you think about it. If she's playing a long game, was she playing a long, if she wasn't playing a long game with her mom, then who is she playing the long game with and what is the mission? I'm still unclear on what is a long-term mission? Like, what is the goal? What are we trying to accomplish? Because we had the whole mind control thing, but with Spellana dead, that's dead. So that couldn't have been like the end goal. So then it brings me back to was the end goal to like get an in into like a U.S. Um, agency, like FBI, CIA. But I feel like there's another one that I can't think of. Homeland Security, I don't know, one of those. <laughs> like, was that the end goal? Because that is insane. And that takes, like, there's so much chance in that that 
you just, there's just no way to know. I don't know. Because then we have Chauncey who's like, because she, she's like, oh, does this mean like I'm free that you're not going to need me anymore? And he's like, no, it doesn't. Like essentially, like whenever we need you, like now we're going to use you more because we know what you can do and we know who you are and we know what you did. So I don't know. Are you guys just as stumped as I am on like what the long-term girl, long-term goal is for Jenny? And then like, how is her daughter tying to this? Cause her daughter is clearly, I don't want to say crazy, <laughs> but there is some trauma there <laughs> that requires therapy. And I'm not sure that that is the direction that Jenny's going to go. Is Jenny going to bring her into this lifestyle? Like, she doesn't know she's Russian. She doesn't know that that was her grandmother who literally snatched her up <laughs> and almost, well, used her as a decoy, but she was never really supposed to, like, be the, um like, intended target in, like, the whole scheme. It's just everything was so convoluted. <laughs> like, the plans and everything. I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is a lot for a little bit of a little. Um, but, yeah, so, like... How does Becca play into this? Is she going to find out like her mom is a Russian spy, that she comes from this family of spies? <laughs> like, what happens there? I don't know. It was just a lot of questions. And then we had like the whole thing with um, Felipe and his brother, whose death was horrific. Even Felipe's death was kind of, but then also not really. I don't know. I just feel like I have so many questions <laughs> and I need them to like answer them asexually. Uh, I'm literally looking at my notes. I'm looking at episode six, which was a uh, little bird. This is when Becca got snatched up and I literally wrote this Becca storyline is so weird. I don't understand why people don't ask questions. Everything that happened to Becca over the last 24 hours requires questions. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh, and then I wrote, which never made sense to me because they were all looking for this Gideon person, but they knew that, I mean, the whole reason Chauncey um, sought out Jenny is because he thought that she was the one who could have done something to his girlfriend and um, like shapeshifted into her or something like that. Or someone used the same like whatever serum on uh, someone else to shapeshift them into his girlfriend. And so if that was the case and you find out that no, it's not, but it's something else. Why would you still not think that the people, whoever was involved in making Jenny the way that she is, like, why would you not think that it would be, those same people wouldn't be involved. Even though Jenny was like, oh, they're all at, um, I can't remember where she said they were, but she's like, that's essentially like them being dead. But it's like, but you wouldn't check that? <laughs> I don't know. It just all just seemed like too similar to just be like, oh, this is just some new copycat person. Like, how would they even know how to copycat that? And it doesn't, I don't know. It's just, it just does not make, make, that much uh, sense to me. The other thing that I wrote on here was that the fighting looked very choreographed. You guys know I love me a good fight scene. I watch, I'm probably like the most hardest on fight scenes than I am on anything else when it comes to like action and stuff like that because 
like you want it to look um, believable. And there are going to be some moves in there where you're like, oh, that clearly looked fake. But especially by the time we got to like episode six, I was just like, it literally just looks like chore choreography. Like they are essentially just standing there in their heads going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like it literally looks like that. So I did write that. That was a note. Um, oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so again, because Chauncey and his money had so much access to very expensive technology, they put cameras in Jenny's eyes. And when she finally realizes it, as a viewer, you're like, okay, how is she going to get this out? Smart thing to do would be to wait for, uh, like Chris or Chauncey and have them remove it from your eyes or threaten them because you could threaten them and potentially kill them or like something like that. But no, <laughs> she goes and finds a defibrillator, puts it against her head to literally, I, any normal person would die. <laughs> There's just no way you survive that. I I don't even want to Google if that is something you can survive, but I feel like you would not survive that. But she essentially kills herself to take or to essentially disable the cameras in her eyes. <laughs> I wrote down <laughs> because watching this whole thing and watching her like pretty much talking herself into doing this. I was like, everyone, I literally wrote, everyone is crazy. <laughs> like everyone on the show is freaking crazy. And then I also wrote, I feel like that was unnecessarily extreme. <laughs> I also wrote, if you put a defibrillator to your heart, to your head, I'm pretty sure you die. Like what is going on? <laughs> insanity this show oh my gosh it was so funny because there was just so many like extreme things and it wasn't even just that even like the killing um was extreme and very very graphic like very <laughs> very graphic and I watch a lot of things and I feel like I haven't really seen um at least graphic violence like that in a while on Netflix or like any streaming um, now that I think about it, but I'm also trying to think about what I've been watching recently. It's all been a lot of like teen drama and stuff like that. Hasn't really been a lot of like action, but yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> this has not been renewed yet for a season two. Um, I think it's going to be a minute before we get news on it. Um, just because yeah, I think it's going to be a minute. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I just talked about something. Oh, Reacher. <laughs> when I was like, it hadn't even been out three days and had already been renewed. But that was Reacher. This is not a Reacher. This is not a Reacher case. I think it's going to be a while. Um, as is usually the case for Netflix shows. But if we were to get a season two, I think what we need to, of course, is going to deal over some new like mission that um, the CIA is going to have her go on but we need to understand what is her end goal here what is this long-term game who is she talking to on the other side of that walkie-talkie <laughs> who 
who's controlling things? Is she still a Russian spy? What the hell is going on with her and her mom? Was that all part of the plan? So many questions that need to be answered in season two that they literally could not do a season two and not answer because I will riot. <laughs> Hardcore riot. So I think those are the main questions. Um, I'm okay with not having like a, a main Becca storyline because it was a lot. It was too much. It was already too much going on with the main storyline. Then we had to follow this child around <laughs> making these weird, dumb choices, just unhinged. And I'm okay with not having, having to deal with that in another, in another season. So that's really, I feel like that was a really like high level discussion. <laughs> I also didn't talk about like how she changes, like her thing was changing into people and things. When I first saw that, I was like, what is this show? I am so confused. <laughs> but also it's like so weird to like watch and um, be like, I don't know. It's just, it was a little bit like, uh, okay, what, what, what direction are we going in? Thankfully it happened in the first episode and we kind of a little bit unpacked it, but still unclear, really. Like, even what that plan was in the um, flashback or not the flashback. Yeah, the flashback scenes, still a little bit unclear because even that whole serum was part of, like, their mission. And then they were like, oh, we'll be able to turn into anyone and things like that. Which then brings me back to, then what is the long-term goal here? Like, what are we trying to accomplish is it like the presidency? Because I'm even going to like some of the stuff Svetlana was talking about when she was like, she hypnotized the politician because essentially she felt eventually he would become like the president and then she would have control over that. So then that's also still a thing. He's still out there with that hip, hypno, I don't even know what the word would be. He's still out there with that mind control, <laughs> like trigger in his head. So I don't know. I just really, my main questions are around what the long-term plan is here and what is the goal? What are we trying to accomplish? Who is she working with? Who's on the other end of that walkie-talkie? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'm done. I don't know what you guys thought <laughs> about In From The Code. Let me know all the things and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currentlyvision on Instagram and at currentlyvision Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.